Chapter Two, Section Five of the Greek View of Life by Goldsworthy Lowes Dickinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Chapter Two, Section Five. The Greek state primarily military, not industrial. The source of this divergence of view must be sought in the whole circumstances and character of the Greek states. Founded in the beginning by conquest, many of them still retained, in their internal structure, the marks of their violent origin. The citizens, for example, of Sparta and of Crete, were practically military garrisons settled in the midst of a hostile population. These were extreme cases, and elsewhere, no doubt, the distinction between the conquerors and the conquered had disappeared. Still it had sufficed to mould the conception and ideal of the citizen as a member of a privileged and superior class whose whole energies were devoted to maintaining by counsel and war not only the prosperity but the very existence of the state the original citizen moreover would be an owner of land which would be tilled for him by a subject class productive labour would be stamped from the outset with the stigma of inferiority commerce would grow up if at all outside the limits of the landed aristocracy and would have a struggle to win for itself any degree of social and political recognition such were the conditions that produced the greek conception of the citizen in some states such as sparta they continued practically unchanged throughout the best period of greek history in others such as athens they were modified by the growth of a commercial population and where that was the case the conception of the citizen was modified too and the whole polity assumed a democratic character yet never as we have seen even in the most democratic states was the modern conception of equality admitted for in the first place the institution of slavery persisted to stamp the mass of producers as an inferior caste and in the second place trade even in the states where it was most developed hardly attained a preponderating influence the ancient state was and remained primarily military the great industrial questions which agitate modern states either did not exist at all in greece or assumed so simple a form that they did not rise to the surface of political life how curious it is for example from the modern point of view to find plato a citizen of the most important trading centre of greece 
dismissing in the following brief sentence the whole commercial legislation of his ideal state as to those common business transactions between private individuals in the market including if you please the contracts of artisans libels assaults law proceedings and the impanelling of juries or again questions relating to tariffs and the collection of such customs as may be necessary in the market or in the harbours and generally all regulations of the market the police the custom-house and the like shall we condescend to legislate at all on such matters no it is not worth while to give directions on these points to good and cultivated men for in most cases they will have little difficulty in discovering all the legislation required in fact throughout his treatise it is the non-commercial or military class with which plato is almost exclusively concerned and in taking that line he is so far at least in touch with reality that that class was the one which did in fact predominate in the greek state and that even where as in athens the productive class became an important factor in political life it was never able altogether to overthrow the aristocratic conception of the citizen and with that conception we must add was bound up the whole greek view of individual excellence the inferiority of the artisan and the trader historically established in the manner we have indicated was further emphasized by the fact that they were excluded by their calling from the cultivation of the higher personal qualities from the training of the body by gymnastics and of the mind by philosophy from habitual conversance with public affairs from that perfect balance in a word of the physical intellectual and moral powers which was only to be attained by a process of self-culture incompatible with the pursuance of a trade for bread such at any rate was the opinion of the greeks we shall have occasion to return to it later meantime let us sum up the course of our investigation up to the present point we have seen that the state in the greek view must be so limited both in territory and population that all its citizens might be able to participate in person in its government and defence that it was based on fundamental class distinctions separating sharply the citizen from the non-citizen and the slave from the free that its end and purpose was that all-absorbing corporate activity in which the citizen found the highest expression of himself 
and that to that end the inferior classes were regarded as mere means a point of view which finds its completest expression in the institution of slavery end of chapter 2 section 5 recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey